Welcome to the Maritime Podcast. You're listening to Marcus Hand, editor of Sea Trade Maritime News. In this week's episode, we feature a conversation recorded during Posidonia 2022 with Vasilios Dimitriades, shipping deputy minister of Cyprus. I started out our conversation by asking the minister what Cyprus was doing to promote itself to the maritime industry. Well, uh, as you probably know, since October this year, we launched a strategic vision for Cyprus shipping under the name Sea Change 2030. And here you can access the strategy by scanning the QR code. It's a new model of approaching shipping from Cyprus under three pillars. The strategy is under the name Sea Change 2030, where C for us stands for sustainability, extrovert, and adaptability. We want to become more extroverted in order to collect uh, intelligence, in order to be closer to the needs of the shipping industry. So collecting the intelligence and data to bring them and adapt our legislative framework, our incentives, our policies, and then turn them to sustainable actions. So with this strategy, we do have 35 sustainable actions with a specific time frame of implementation. And we do believe by delivering these actions, Cyprus shipping will become more resilient to crisis, will have the framework conditions to become more competitive, but also we will set the basis in contributing to a positive change for global shipping. Because we do believe as a maritime nation, it's our duty and responsibility also to be constructive and to provide our technical expertise our knowledge for a positive change to global ship and even to improve the image of shipping globally. Quite a strong vision there. Indeed. It's been you know, a fairly difficult couple of years for everybody, I think. How has Cyprus as a maritime centre coped with the last couple of years? Well, it's been really difficult. First of all, it's worth noting that Cyprus has established a shipping deputy ministry for years already, demonstrating the importance and the emphasis we are placing the shipping. Of course, the last two and a half years, we had to face the pandemic. And I think this was the time that we have demonstrated how close we are to the industry needs. From the very first month of the pandemic, back in March 2020, we have declared seafarers as essential workers, facilitating up to now and making possible the repatriation and cure change of over 65,000 seafarers. We got the initiative last year to promote a global vaccination program that was adopted in the form of an ILO resolution. And Cyprus, at the national level, we have introduced a national vaccination plan to cover 40,000 seafarers with our, you know, small national quotas, uh, vaccination quotas, introducing a framework and logistic procedures to bring the vessels on board Cyprus flagships irrespective of the location of the ship or to vaccinate the ships calling at Cyprus ports. I think this was greatly appreciated by the, the shipping community. And even now, with the Russian invasion to Ukraine, we have responded to the needs of the industry in close cooperation with the Central Bank of Cyprus and the banking and financial institutions. We made possible procedures to open current accounts on a fast track so they can have access to their salaries. All the affected seafarers in respective of nationality 
they can easily open an account in Cyprus now. A bank account of limited use. So Shibones could uh, deposit their salaries there so they can have access to their salaries. So these are a number of examples of what we are doing to respond to the crisis, to show that we are close to the shipping. We are not just a registry. We respond to the needs of the industry. We do acknowledge how important are seafarers for this sector and for the global trade. Because you have quite a number, or quite a sort of centre for ship management these days, ship owner. So how important is it to cater to that community? Well, I must tell you that Cyprus is known as a ship management and ship owning centre. Yeah. I must say that gradually we do attract in Cyprus others, other maritime service, P&I clubs, marine equipment uh, companies providing marine equipment, digital technologies to ship, and so a shipping company could find uh, a great number of services, not just the ship management and ship owning, and I have no doubt clearly state that Cyprus is becoming a quality maritime center with fully fledged of maritime activities available in the island. So, um, just roughly, how many ship owning and ship managers do you have? Well, just to give you an indication, when it comes to ship management, yeah. okay, Cyprus is, is the first uh, within the EU third party ship management center, third uh, globally, but in numbers, back a decade ago, we have around 95 companies registered under our tonnage tax. Now we have 285, so the number was tripled in a decade. So this shows that the companies are trusting our EU approved tonnage tax system, which was prolonged for another decade till 2029. When it comes to ship owning, we are currently having around 1,100 ocean going ships of gross tonnage of uh, close to 25 million. And I must say that we are building on our tonnage tax system by introducing also green tax incentives, demonstrating our willingness to help the industry in this difficult transitional period on this very difficult decarbonization path in the absence of non-fossil fuel. We came up with approved green tax incentives, rewarding ship owners, ship operators, when they demonstrate considerable reduce on their greenhouse gas emission going beyond the global commitments pertaining to the IMO data collection of the Energy Efficiency Design Index to demonstrate that we are very close to them, to help them, and they can enjoy up to 30% discount on their tonnage tax. But this is also is not only important, the discount we are providing to the ship owners that are demonstrating more green approaches in their practices, but it's also an indication to know at any given time what percentage of our fleet is going to the right direction because as a registry we want also to guide our cheap owners uh, our the companies that are trusting us to the right direction in order to provide guidance support in this green transformation and presumably having the quality owners that would invest in these sort of things is important yes plus we are running now an eu project to fully digitalize the shipping deputy ministry. There is a strict time frame on that. 
So by the end of 2023, at the end of next year, we will uh, transform all our services into a paperless environment. But later this year, we are going to create a mobile app. So everything that goes digital could be enjoyed as a service by our clientele. So essentially fully paperless for all the documentation. So everything that goes digital will be available on the mobile app soon. And I think this will be a great help to the shipping industry. I think we are known for the quality service and the fast response to the shipping industry. But with this, I think that uh, promoting a paperless environment will become even more efficient. It sounds like a really good initiative. If you're enjoying listening, make sure you never miss an episode of the Maritime Podcast by subscribing on the app of your choice. You mentioned before the Deputy Shipping Ministry was set up four years ago, was it? Correct. How do you feel about the progress and um, and where do you go from here? I must say that, as I mentioned, the companies were trivialed. The fact that we do have a dedicated entity now for shipping, reporting directly to the president, shows the focus that Cyprus is placing for shipping. With this strategy now, we are determined Cyprus to bring more quality ships to our registry, because for us it's not a matter of quantity, but it's a matter of quality. We are training all our officers on new technologies, on new alternative fuels, in order for the shipping industry to trust us that we can provide support in case of urgent needs and we have the right personnel to support the shipping industry. The 24-7 service, technical service, is already there. So this is what we are doing to promote Cyprus. But we are also feeling responsible, as I said in the introduction, to promote a positive image for the shipping sector globally, working constructively in the EU circles and in IMO for a better image for shipping globally, and also flagging the need to decarbonize the sector with global measures that we can all enforce to make a meaningful contribution to climate change. You mentioned touch on IMO there. What role are you playing in terms of things like climate change? There's a lot of the MNPC meetings going on. Look, first of all, I must tell you that, as you know, we are a member of the EU. We are bound to formulate their legislative initiatives at the regional level under the Fit for 55 and we are trying there to signal the need any legislative initiative that we formulate in Brussels should be scalable and adjustable at global level because shipping is a global industry climate change faces no borders so we absolutely need to work in a global environment we do see ourselves as bridge builders between the global and EU, we don't believe that we should stick to regional measures. That's why we want to become better listeners, to listen to the concerns of other regions in Africa, in Latin America, to understand because there is clear high level of ambition in Europe. And we need to demonstrate that we are ready to listen and find compromises. Because after all, in order to make shipping greener and to decarbonize the sector, we do need a global measure. That's why we we do believe that in, in IMO there are a number of uh, states that is they are trusting Cyprus for their knowledge, their expertise to 
better understand the needs of different regions and to bring positions in Europe that we can easily close the gap between Europe and the rest of the nation. So we are happy to play that role. We, we know how to play that role and hopefully we'll be one of the states that we can bring the world closer in, um, in having a global solution that everybody could work uniformly enforce and to have a level playing field after all. For a small nation, Cyprus seems to punch quite above its weight. Indeed. <laughs> small in size, but big in shipping. And big in shipping, there are, I'm sure there are bigger maritime nations than us in terms of volume, absolutely. We are 11 globally, so it's obvious that there are 10 countries that they have no fleet. But we are proud to say that when it comes to positions from the green, when it comes to modernized shipping, we do have the richness of expertise to contribute. And I think this is acknowledged. If you if you ask both within the EU circle, they know that Cyprus, and this is what I'm trying to promote, is a credible partner. It's a credible player that realizes the need to transform, but to have a balance also to be more pragmatic and to understand that shipping only works if we have a global solution. One last question, Bill. If I was to come back and talk to you in two or three years' time, where would you want Cyprus to be as a shipping nation? What do you want to see happen? I want definitely Cyprus to be a modernized maritime nation, a center of maritime excellence that any investor in Cyprus should know that they are in the in capable hands, in a quality flag, in uh, doing business with uh, very high professionals of high caliber. This is what we, I would like to see for Cyprus. But I would also like to see Cyprus' contribution for better shipping globally to be further enhanced. Because I do believe that as maritime nations, as country that is passionate about shipping, we do need to see the role of the civil society acknowledging more shipping and recognizing the role of shipping to the mind. And we do have our role to play there. So I want to see Cyprus more visible in this common objective to promote shipping global. It's clearly something you can see you're doing. When it comes to one stop shop we are trying to do, we are soon introducing a bill to establish this notion of the shipping entity in Cyprus. So companies, they would not only be able to tax within the umbrella of the shipping deputy ministry, but the companies will also be registered. So there is a separate registrar for companies exclusively for shipping companies. So this is a message that shipping companies in Cyprus will only be served under an umbrella. They will not be like a ping pong from one place to the other. This is a sign to, to be more efficient. And of course, a message that we have recently came up, introducing a new term in the shipping terminology, the word humani. Not just money, but humani. We had a short video for one minute uh, on the occasion of the global uh, maritime day dedicated for women in shipping, introducing the term humani, because in shipping terminology, we just have the money. So it's worth now adding a new term, showing our appreciation to women. We want to promote more women in shipping. Excellent. Thank you very much. I'd just like to thank the Minister so much for taking his time to talk to us during Posidonia. If you've enjoyed this episode of the Maritime Podcast, 
make sure you subscribe on the app of your choice so as to never miss an episode. Thank you for listening and stay safe until the next episode of the Maritime Podcast. Thank you.